the rivalry is back on. 1% better every day and 1-0. The set is the quarterback lined up behind center, takes a snap, going for a home run deep downfield, looking for T.Y. Hilton. Hilton makes the catch. He's at a 10, 5, stumbles in the end zone, touchdown. Both coming with pressure off the edge. Kenny Moore gets to Deshaun Watson. That's a sack for Kenny Moore. Kenny has a pick and now a sack in the game. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. Welcome back to the Cody Fogger podcast. On this edition of the podcast, Derek and I are going to discuss and preview the Colts' second regular season game. It's just about at this point where we're recording, about 72 hours away, so about three days away. Um, Derek, there's a lot that is going into this matchup. The Colts obviously facing the Titans, traveling to Nashville for their first divisional game of the year. Um, the Titans were victors last week. I think uh, they, they won pretty big, if I remember yeah. right. Um, and so the Titans right now, as it stands, one game into the season, are leading the division. Um, but we also know since Andrew Luck has been dra- was drafted in 2012, um, the Titans have not had a lot of success against the Colts. And so um, it's been an interesting matchup. The Titans are obviously a very solid team all the way around, as the Colts are. Um, and so, Derek, I thought we could start here first by looking at um, both both sides of the ball for the Colts. Um, what we learned from that matchup against the Chargers, um, obviously the Colts put up a pretty decent amount of points, 24 points. Uh, we can start with the offense. There are obviously some things that they need to improve on, though. Um, mm-hmm. What are those things that you think they need to improve on in order to win against the Titans in Week 2? Well, the first thing they definitely have to do is be more consistent running the ball. That first half against the Chargers, only having 23 yards against them. Obviously, they had 150 in the second half of the game, which is what you need. But in order to be successful against the Titans, you have to be able to move their front. I know they have some good defensive linemen, but not a lot of their guys are are all pros or all anything like that. Uh, more of their linebackers are what scare me. Uh, Rashawn Evans and a couple other guys there are definitely uh, powerhouses. And if we can get them util- uh, uh, basically put into a different spot than where they want them to be. And the secondary for the Titans has drastically improved. I mean, they got a couple of really good uh, corners, even though we've seen to have success against them in, in the long run. Anyway, they still have good uh, depth at, corner kind of like what we have so we want to make sure we utilize the fact that our front is better than their d-line so we want to try to utilize the run even if we don't get much it's good to consistently get good yardage because that's what's going to make Jacoby Brissett more comfortable and if honestly if I'm the Colts I don't shy away from the same kind of game plan that we had against uh against the Chargers. I'm obviously wanting to spread the ball out a little more. Uh, You have to use Paris Campbell a lot more in this game to make some big plays happen, Uh, obviously with the loss of Devin Funchess. But I know T.Y. Hilton always has a good game against uh, the Titans, so I'm not too worried about that. Ultimately, this is a week that I think Jacoby Brissett needs to take a shot down the field. We didn't see much of that in the last 
game. We saw a lot more of the shorter throws with pinpoint accuracy, which is fine. We need to continue to do that. And he had a couple of decent throws, but I would like to see him air it out a little bit to T.Y. or even to Paris in this. Because despite how good the secondary is for the Titans, like I said, we've had success of of throwing on them early. And I think they are going to assume that the Colts are going to want to run the football. And if we do show our hand to throwing the football early, they might lose their guard and give up a few plays deep, which is exactly what Brissett and this Colts offense needs to do. Yeah, absolutely. And and then one thing that I I agree with you, Derek, on the point that I think the Colts need to be more consistent um, in both halves. They need, you know, it's, it was kind of a tale of, the, of two halves there in the, in the game um, against the Chargers where the first half the Colts were really inconsistent, especially um, on the ground game. Um, second half, obviously, they dominated. Um, I think they just need to have that sustained success throughout two quarters, and that's something that I'm going to be looking for. Obviously, the Colts are still a very young team, um, and with Andrew Luck, you know, things may be a little bit harder to be, you know, it may take a little bit longer, I should say, to find that consistency on offense. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say they need to do that. I, um, I would agree with you when you said they need to just continue to do what they did last week with pounding the ball inside, because I'm looking at the Titans defense right now. Uh, the only guy that I really recognize um, on the defensive line is Jarrell Casey, who we obviously know is yes. a really good player. Um, so if you take care of Casey, I think you should be set there. Um, one thing that I think that the, the Colts need to do a little bit better job on, not that they were bad last week, um, but is uh, I think they really need to protect their quarterback better. And I think they need to um, do things to help Braden Smith out because he struggled. I think he had a little bit of struggle last week. Obviously we saw him get beat by Joey Bosa, which yeah. is not an easy task to hold down. But um, you know, if you have those guys, cause, cause the Titans have some, they're, they don't have slouches um, at pass rush. Right. I mean, they have Harold Landry. who was really good last year. Uh, they added Cameron Wake this year. So they have some guys. They have a guy who's established, yeah. who's done it for years, who's probably still has some juice left. And they have yeah. a young guy like Carol Landry. And, and they also have some other good linebackers, they're, like you mentioned. They're really um, good at uh, – well, one thing is that their, their front uh, D-line is not great at getting pressure, but their defense mm-hmm. is really good at scheming and being able to get pressure by mixing in different defensive packages and moving their linebackers and defensive linemen at the line of scrimmage before the play starts. And it confuses people you saw in the uh, Browns game. If you watch the film, they confused Baker Mayfield and that offensive line so much with so many different packages. Now, of course, Baker Mayfield and that offensive line were not in sync and they're not as good as this Colts team. But that is something that Frank Reich is going to have to account for. It is. Yeah, it definitely is. And, you know, the Titans have ways to get to the quarterback, like you mentioned. And so, um, you know, I think it's going to be big for Jacoby Brissett now as to continue to grow and mature into a starting NFL quarterback to recognize that and get the Colts out of those situations, similar to how Andrew Luckin did for so many years um, and how Peyton Manning did. You know, years before that, um, it's on Jacoby Brissett now. Can he recognize those things? I mean, did a good job week one, but can he do it for 16 games consecutively? Can he do it here in week two? Uh, so those are some of my, I think, biggest things for that. Um, the biggest things that the Colts offense needs to do to improve on to win. I mentioned also uh, finishing drives, I think, was important. Um, yeah. And the Colts, not that they were – I think they were worse on defense uh, again on third down than they were on offense for sure. But, you know, there's still times where, you know, you just absolutely need to score a touchdown and, and that's what the Colts need to do. Um, I don't have the numbers right in front of me. I don't, I don't feel like they were great on third down last week. 
Um, so if, if they could improve on that, obviously the, the Eric Ebron drop, which we've already talked about um, in previous podcasts was huge, but uh, if they can consistently be scoring seven points, um, I think that's a really key to this game because you just never know what Titans you're going to get, right? It could be the Titans last year where Coles completely, you know, disassembled them essentially mm-hmm. um, or it could be the titans that beat the patriots last year you just don't know with this yeah. Titans team they're very inconsistent they have the talent to beat you um it's just will they do it can they do it consistently and so um right. yeah i think those are my kind of keys to the game um we can talk about the defense which struggled a lot more than the offense last week uh specifically in the run game Derek. what do, what do the colts have to clean up in the run game to stop the titans you have one probably one of the best young backs in the league in Derek henry yeah, and real quick to mention that, yeah, we, we noticed how last year Tennessee beat the Patriots before coming into our building. Everyone said they got the number one passing defense out there, sure enough, threw for almost 400 yards and ha- and just completely blew them out of the game. So you're right. It just depends on what Titans team you're going to get. And you're right. Derrick Henry is a really good young back. I think he has revamped what was a disappointing early career in his first two years. And then now last year, towards the beginning of the year, you saw him just become a brand new running back, uh, just being able to run all over people. And he actually had a 75-yard touchdown catch from uh, Mariota in the game last week. So Derrick Henry definitely is a force now. And it is now more than ever evident that we get pressure up the middle and not allow Derrick Henry to do that. This is a week again where we can do that. This Tennessee O-line is better than this Chargers O-line that we faced last week, but they are without Taylor Lewan. That is a huge uh, loss for them, and we have to capitalize on that. Now, Teray being injured, I don't quite know uh, the status of him. I know they said he just needed some rest, so we don't really know what to expect from him. Also good news, Jabal Sheard was out at practice today getting some reps. He didn't get a lot, but he got some, which is good news. Even if he doesn't play this week, he'll most likely play in a week or two. Uh, Again, this defensive line is going to have to hunker down. And Darius Leonard uh, reportedly came out out of the locker room today after a film session. He was extremely mad and extremely uh, disappointed in himself. He was verbally and you could just tell he was just not uh, right in the head after that because he was so upset with how he played. And I think he's going to be extra motivated this week to be uh, on the top of his game. Cause he's going to need to be, because this Tennessee offense, not only in the run game can beat you, but they have a lot of good wide receivers that can beat you. Delaney Walker had himself a game last week when that we sometimes forget when he's healthy he can play. He can really ball. And they added Adam Humphreys, who's one of the better slot wide receivers in the game. Didn't get a lot of targets this previous week against the Browns. Uh, they don't really have a lot of guys who can beat you down the field uh, quite like Keenan Allen did against us. And they don't really have the guys like T.Y. Hilton who can beat you with their speed. So they'll be relying on Delaney and Adam Humphreys in the middle of the field again. We're really going to have to lock that down. And it's just going to be one of those games where Eberflus has to get a better game plan in and they have to match up and the Colts just got to play better. Just don't make those mistakes. Don't give up big chunk plays in the middle of the field. And if we can stop Derrick Henry from 
get doing what he did last week, then I think this Colts defense is going to give us a chance to win. Yeah, and, and talking about game plan, we already mentioned that a little bit, Derek, on offense. I think it's running the ball consistently against this Titans front, um, you know, taking some deep shots like you mentioned. Um, so the game plan, I think, for defense, and you kind of touched on it a little bit, is getting some more pressure up the middle. I think that defensive line, the interior of the defensive line, did not have a very good game, to say the yeah. least, last week. Um, and like you mentioned, the linebackers were struggling last week as well. Darius Leonard, very vocal about that. Not a good game from them. Um, and so, yeah, I, I know I think that that defensive line on the whole, you know, besides, you know, the defensive ends who got some good pass rush in, um, that defensive line played pretty poor. And that's surprising because I thought that would be a strength of the Colts this year, um, especially with how weak the Chargers offensive line was last week. And so that's something that needs to improve. You know, Janico Autry, who's a guy who we've been high on all year, was really not a factor last week at all. Um, I mean, the only play that he had, which I know the NFL has come out and said that was wrong, the only play that I heard his name was on that play where he got a penalty. Um, So from Autry, from Marcus Hunt, and then hopefully Taekwon Lewis sees the field, you know, we the Colts need some more pressure from those guys. They need those guys to simply just play better. And that's something that um, is going to be huge for this team. Um, if they hope to stop the Titans, who really have this ground and pound mentality, especially with a big back like Derrick Henry. So that's my key to the game is this interior defensive line and also the linebackers. They just have to play better. If they can play better, if they can slow down Derrick Henry, like you mentioned, the Titans don't really have a guy that I think would like really scares me. A guy that could beat Pierre Desir one-on-one or a guy that could beat one of our corners right. one-on-one. Um, they just don't have that in their wide receivers. And also Marcus Mariota is nowhere near the quarterback that Phillip Rivers is. Um, so that doesn't really scare me. The Titans passing offense really isn't a threat in my mind. Um, so I think it's really just a matter of shutting down Derrick Henry, shutting down Delaney Walker, who you talked about, a very good tight end. Um, and I think if the Colts are able to do those two things, I think they have a legitimate shot to really win this game and make it a route. I honestly think they do. Um, I know we've talked about how good the Titans are, but it seems like every time the Colts play the Titans, they have their numbers. So I think if the Colts can do those things, similar to how they did last year, um, they can definitely beat the Titans by double digits. That's just my, you know, we can get into predictions in a second, but I think if they do those things well, they have a legitimate chance to to win this game and not just win it close, but win it big. Um, okay, so a couple more things here, Derek. I wanted to look at a few position matchups really fast, if we could, before we go on. Um, to the keys to the game and then our score predictions. Um, so some position matchups that we talked about. Um, really, I think it's going to be interesting, um, and we've touched on this before. You said the Titans have some really good a – really, a really good secondary. I, I would say a really solid secondary in general. Mm-hmm. Um, the Colts obviously have uh, three good tight ends. Uh, T.Y. Hilton had a good game. Deion Kane's now probably going to step up into that number two role. Um, then Paris Campbell, who you've talked about, and then, you know, guys like Zach Pascal and Chester Rogers and stuff. I think this is going to be an interesting matchup to see. Can the Colts expose the Titans secondary like they did last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And that's been the great thing about uh, Frank Reich's system. And with the help of Andrew Luck, they've been able to find so many different guys everywhere. I mean, they get Ebron involved. They get Zach Pascal involved. Obviously, T.Y. Hilton has himself a, gr- a great grab against the Tennessee Titans anytime he plays them. I mean, this offense over the last uh, seven, eight years with the with the Colts has pretty much been, 
you know, we can spread the ball around against this team. As good as they are in the secondary, we can spread them around because they're still somewhat inexperienced by some uh, by some team standards. Ultimately, again, we kind of go back to 2017. Uh, we lost both of those games against Tennessee, but each one of those games was a nail biter. And, and it mm-hmm. always came down to the ground and pound. But ultimately, like we said, it, the, if Jacoby Brissett is going to win in this game, he's going to have to exploit those mismatches. And I am the biggest um, matchup that I want to see is what is Deion Kane. I really do want to see what this kid can do. We know what T.Y. Hilton's going to do. We know that they're going to get T.Y. Hilton involved. There's no question. But we want to see how does how does Deion Kane handle the pressure of being the number two guy? You know, there was a lot of talk, especially on our podcast. We talked about, you know, where does Deion Kane fit in the uh, in all of this amongst the wide receivers of the group? We even sometimes said he would be the number three receiver behind Funchess if he you know, if he became a more reliable threat than Paris Campbell. Well, now he's going to be the number two guy. We're going to see how much he gets used, what they use him for. And I think they're pretty much going to do the same thing they would with Funches because Deion Kane's a big, agile, possession wide receiver. And he showed out uh, pretty well against the Chargers in the limited time he got to play. So that's ultimately the biggest matchup on the offensive side that I want to see is what Deion Kane can do. Yeah, and staying in that same vein on the offensive side, um, the tight ends. The tight ends really didn't get involved much last week uh, for whatever reason. I mean, Eric Ebron had, I think, a few maybe a few catches. Jack Doyle had a catch. Um, but all in all, the tight ends weren't as effective, I think, as we thought they might be. Um, that could have just been a game plan type thing. Yeah. Um, but it will be interesting to see the matchup between uh, the linebackers of the Titans, who we talked about are pretty good linebackers, uh, against the Colts tight end unit, which I think is one of, if not the best unit in football. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if the Colts utilize their tight ends a little bit more um, and just ultimately, yeah, see what that matchup will be. Because I think there's two good position groups going up against each other there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Eric Ebron is going to definitely get his usage much higher uh, this week. I think it, I think Frank Reich has just kind of come to the assumption Jack Doyle's obviously going to get his catches, but I think they they love having Jack Doyle in there to block. I mean, he blocked so well last week. His blocking just because underappreciated by so many in the media that we just kind of forget about him. But when you look at him on film, he's just always there making the right blocks. And that's why we were able to run so well to the outside last week against the Chargers. And I think they need to continue to let him do that. Let him be that run blocking guy and let Ebron be to go, uh, go out and catch. No, I'm not saying take Jack Doyle away from his receptions. Obviously Jack Doyle can make a few catches, but Ebron, the, the catching is his specialty and Jack Doyle's specialty is helping this offensive lo- this already stout offensive line become that much better by blocking. And I think they need to continue to do that. And I'd like to see Mo Ali Cox get in a little bit this week and see some great catches from him. Yeah, absolutely. So that'll be an interesting matchup to watch. Now we can switch over to the defensive side. We've already touched on this a little bit, Derek, um, but I think it's going to be really interesting to see how the Colts, this Colts offensive line, versus this Titans front seven. Um, so that would be, you know, the three defensive linemen. The Titans play a three, four. So the three defensive linemen and then the four linebackers. Um, it's going to be an interesting matchup because like you said, while the defensive line maybe necessarily isn't great, 
they still do have an all pro player in Jarrell Casey there. So they still do have mm-hmm. um, somebody there that's really good. And then you mentioned the linebackers who are obviously we know what they can do with um, I'm sorry, I pulled it up here with my phone's whacking out. Sorry. No, um, you're good. Yeah. Specifically the- with, with Evans and Woodyard yeah. um, in, the, in the middle um, in the inside, it's going to be an interesting matchup to watch mm-hmm. there. Um, now you have Cameron Wake, like I mentioned, Harold Landry. Um, and then they have as well, one guy that I don't really recognize, um, but J- oh, Jayon Brown. I do know who that is. Jayon Brown as well. That's that's the other guy. He had nine tackles last week. He forced a fumble. Um, he also had an interception. So he played, hey, had a good game as well. So the Titans have a, a good front seven, I would say, a pretty good front seven, specifically at the linebacker position. Yeah. It'd be interesting, Derek, to see, can the Colts impose their will like they did against the Chargers in the second half um, of last week's matchup? Yeah, uh, it, you're right. Casey is definitely an all-around great defensive tackle. Wake is more of a pass-rushing specialist for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the linebackers for Tennessee, they are a run-first kind of linebacker. They love to put their heads in the play, and they love to get up. I think that's where play action will come into play. That's ultimately what I think Frank Reich's going to do is he's going to play to the strength of Woodyear and Evans and make them come up. So that way Brissett can go over the top of them because they're not great in coverage that we've always seen that their ultimate strategy is against the run. And if the run game does kind of stall because they start loading the box, then that's what you got to do is you got to get the play action out. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So Derek, what are now moving on to our matchups from our matchups now to the keys to the game? What are your three keys to the game for the Colts victory on Sunday? Well, first off, special teams. Uh, special teams can't do that again to us. We just can't have that happen on all assets. It, it just needs to get better. First thing is, what, what does Darius Leonard and the interior of the defensive line do to stop Derrick Henry? That's ultimately the big thing. Is there's been a few times where you know Derrick Henry comes into a game, uh, his last game, uh before us and comes in with over a hundred yards rushing, we shut him down for like 50 yards. I want to see us impose our will on the defensive line. And I'm going to go back to it again uh, on the offensive side. Uh, It has to be uh, more consistent and a more dominant first half from that offensive line. I know they got really good in the second half. They were almost flawless in the second half. They have to continue to do that. And all aspects of the game this upcoming week because if they start slow again then you're giving Tennessee exactly what they want this Tennessee team has the roster to compete with anyone but if you give them a little bit of pressure and if you can get to their quarterback and you can keep Brissett happy and put Marlon Mack in a good position we're going to be fine right and that is I think is the key Derek is the Colts need to play four quarters. They need to play yep. four quarters. They need to do it early. They can't afford like last year to go one and five again or something similar to that. They can't start off slow because especially with this schedule, it's a lot harder than last year. You're yep. not playing the Buffalo Bills and, oh, crap, I can't remember who that quarterback was. Uh, you know, you're not playing those type of teams anymore. You're playing the Patrick Mahomes, the Drew Brees, the Phillip Rivers. You're playing some of those harder teams. And so the Colts simply cannot afford to do that again. They they must win this game because if you're sitting there at 0-2 again for what the last – it would be the last four out of five years, like that's not good. You can't yeah. do that. 
mm-hmm. can't expect to to pull that off again because it's hard to win in the NFL. And the Colts yeah. have had, unfortunately, this this thing where they started out slow ever since Andrew Luck was drafted, yeah. and they just they can't do it again. Yeah, so, exactly. So f- playing four quarters, I think, will be huge for the Colts. If they do that, honestly, it's crazy to me, Derek, and we've talked about this. How in the world were the Colts still in that game last week? Because I was like thinking, I was like, man, as bad as this team has played, they still have a chance. But then I was also yeah. like, this team should be up by double digits at this point. And so oh, yeah. it's all about consistency. It's all about consistency. If this team can come out, impose their will from snap one till snap whatever, then they have a legitimate chance to dominate this game. I truly believe that. And so yep. that is the key, I think, the biggest key for me is being consistent, play in, and play out. Okay, so the last part here, the score prediction. Always fun score prediction. What is your score prediction, Derek? What do you think happens on Sunday? I, I did say in my other podcast that I thought the Colts were going to win, and I'm obviously still sticking to that. Uh, given how healthy the team is right now, still really the only major injuries that we have right now is Jabal Sheard not playing still. We still don't know his status yet, and obviously Funches being out. But other than that, this team is healthy. I think this game is a relatively close one. Uh, I think that first time, you know, it's only second week, still some things to clear up. But I think the Colts win in a, a punch out in 24 to 17. They go to Nashville and beat the Titans by one score. I like that. I'm, I'm pretty close on that. I'm going to say the Colts win by 10. My prediction is the Colts 27, Titans 17. I think that the Colts will fix some of their mistakes that they made. Obviously, you can't be perfect, but I think the Colts will be better than last week, especially with this coaching staff. And I think I think the Colts have – I think they're better than the Titans. I think mm-hmm. they're deeper than the Titans. I think their, their, coaches, their coaching staff gives them an advantage over the Titans. So I'm going to say Colts by 10. That's my prediction. And so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see now. Can the Colts can the Colts follow up a pretty good performance last week, and can they come out with their first victory of the season? I guess we're going to see. So, yeah, it's a, it's going to be an exciting game. I, I I always know that it's it's always fun when the Colts head down to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, good rivalry. It's a fun rivalry, and uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm looking forward to it. So, hey, last time we were in there, we clinched our spot in the playoffs. So, yep, let's hope we can keep going with that. <laughs> let's keep let's keep the winning streak alive. All right, sounds good. Well, thanks guys for listening. You can obviously follow us on social media, follow our podcast on social media. Um, yeah, we hope you enjoy the content. We'll definitely come out with some more very soon. We'll probably have a recap up, uh, maybe. Monday or Tuesday. We'll let you guys know on that. Um, So yeah, I think that's about it. Thanks guys and go Colts.